Have you been injured by a mum at home or at work? Then you could have a claim just like Karen. I injured my back after a mum fell on me without warning whilst I was at work. Mum claim got me £300. Mum claim. Where there's a mum, there's a claim. Hello, I'm Dan Reeves and welcome to Very Important, Very Serious, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the online world to see what bizarre nonsense it can throw up for us. (laughs) What's happening? I had too much air in my mouth. I had to exhale and uh, get it all out. Joining me today with his Halfords voucher and pop-up tent, it's Ken Barlow's ghost. It's Adam Furman. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, sir. You're always here. I am. Um, Weedled your way in once again. Yeah, I uh, managed to blag my way through the uh, front doors. You've got a selection of drinks? I do, you? yeah. Again, uh, a chaser of three this time. Uh, a very fine tea. And uh, it was one of those teas that has the mesh wire fitting. So uh-huh. you have just the leaves and the hot water filters through the flavour. It's fantastic. Uh, constantly brewing. Uh, I've also got a nice flat white here, although I did mistakenly get normal milk, not oat milk. Um, so going to be okay? Another trip to the toilet? No, I'm just not going to drink it. Um, <coughs> um, you sent me a audio recording of you singing a particular song, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you sent me many Yeah, ones. no, I, I did. Uh, Do you know the one I'm talking about? That got stuck in my head. Well, obviously, at the moments I send notes over to you, there's, there's a reason I do it. It's because it's in my head and I want to get it out. And so by giving it to you, then you, you have it in yours, but then it leaves mine. Uh, and that's literally what's happened. I'd like you to sing it. Well, I'll count you in. Three, two, one. Heads, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Heads, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. And arms and ears and mouth and nose. Heads, shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. (laughs) I know the gestures. Also, the lyrics are wrong, which cracks me up. No, I just freestyle. Arms, legs, eyes and nose. (laughs) Anything that rhymes with toes. We just had a warm egg salad at the mum's plead. We did, yeah. It and was, um, uh, over easy warm egg salad. You had a tunnock for dessert, didn't you? I did, yeah. We need to talk about tunnock, mate. <laughs> um, Tell me more. You know, over the years, it seems to have been uh, something I've always seen in shops. I was very curious about it from a, you know, <laughs> from a young age. And then I, I, I found Scotland. And in Scotland, uh, every supermarket is stocked with tunnock. Uh, it's a tunnock shelf, isn't there, just for tunnock? Tunnock and iron brew. Uh, so yeah, I. What I'm is just, they do? What do they do? Describe tonic for people. They, they do tea cakes. Um, mm. And this is it. This is why I was. It's a really nice, appealing foil wrapper that they come in, and it appears that they only have tea cakes and um, some sort of wafer, wafer biscuit. Got me thinking when you said about the foil wrapping. Yes. Do you think there's a lot of like Scottish birds with really fancy nests? What just tonic nests? <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good, good. Up PR. in trees, loads of bits of, like shiny nest. Oh, it's a tonic wrapper. It's a tonic crow. <laughs> I like the idea of putting out a call for any Scottish crows. If there are any Scottish crows listening and you're struggling for nesting material, give us a call because we think you could use tonic wrapper to give your nest that extra glean and shimmer. Crow calling. Crow calling. Um, I've got a new idea for a TV show. Do you want to hear it? Go on. It's called I Didn't Ask For That with Dermot O'Leary. We follow Dermot around the UK as he performs various DIY tasks on people's homes without their prior permission. For example, in episode one, Dermot travels to Bury St Edmunds and tarmacs the front garden of an elderly couple. He then installs an underpowered domestic boiler at a local primary school near Potter's Bar. At the end of each episode, Dermot returns and apologises with a cheeky smile and a jig. I'm in talks with ITVB, Channel 5, and the BBC did ask me not to contact them again. (laughs) It's a great idea, mate. Have you spoken to Dermot? 
I've spoken to Dermot. Um, he's he's massively up for it. He's very quiet when he's not doing X Factor. He says he's just sitting at home in his in his pants watching Netflix. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> um, last episode, we mm. put out a call for members of the witching community to come forward and talk to us about witching and how it's changed. I do remember, yes. Yeah, we had an overwhelming response, uh, and I'm actually delighted to say we have a witch joining us in the studio today. Please welcome Tony the Witch. Hey, lads, you all right? Yes. Yeah, very well, Tony. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, more than welcome, more than welcome. I had some train trouble, but I'm here now. Um, had a bit of a nice uh, walk up here through King's Cross Station and uh, got myself a nice prep coffee. That's great. And Adam, I believe you've you've got some some questions for Tony. Well, um, yeah, I, I didn't realise Tony was turning up so promptly, but I, I do have a few questions here for you, um, I suppose. No worries, no worries, go ahead. Okay, that's, firstly, that's an unusual accent. Where where are you from? Uh, Bury St Edmunds. Bury St Edmunds, interesting. I weren't born there, I just uh, travelled there. Uh, I lost my mum and pa at an early age and I, I moved to Bury St Edmunds. F- fair enough, and is, is there many witches in, in Bury St Edmunds? There's not, no, it's just me. Just you? Yeah. Okay, I'll uh, proceed with a few questions. Um, how long do you live for? Well, life expectancy of a witch does vary depending on diet. Uh, I stick to my salads, I stick to my grains, but I've got one guilty treat which I love to have, and it's uh, it's cocoa pops covered in sugar. So um, you know, I, I think that would probably decrease the old life expectancy. But I, I do regular visits to the doctor, and uh, he, you know, he says, "Hello, Tony, uh, come on in. How's witching?" I say, "Yeah, fine, doc. Witching's going great, thanks." And uh, he just has a look at me ticker, has a look at me. Uh, my mouth, and uh, he makes sure it's all all well and good. I see. That's very interesting. Okay, um, this one's more serious. Uh, are we able to put a hex on Edmunds? Noel Edmunds from mm. the Crinkly Bottom. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always possible. I've got an online PayPal account, and a hex on someone is about £30. So if you just send me that, I'll uh, I'll hex him for you. I'll make a transfer after the show. Yeah, it's just tony.witch at paypal.com. I've just written that down. Thank you, Tony. Who would you say your favourite wizard is? Gandalf, Potter, or Pimble? Oh, good question, good question. Um, I used to be a big fan of Mystic Meg from the Lottery. Didn't she? She was famous for having a, a, a globe or a, a Mystic Ball. Yeah, she, she did. From. She was also famous for keying my car. I had my car parked out front of McDonald's <laughs> and I came out and uh, been keyed. Oh, yeah. I said, Who? Who's done that? And it's Mystic Meg, she'd run off with, it, with a set of keys and she'd put a big bloody scratch right down the side of it. That's um, <laughs> that's absolutely awful. Okay, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you very much for coming on. You're more than welcome. Thanks very much, Tony. Goodbye. Where did where did you find him? Um, emailed in. I just um, I mean, I was stunned throughout the whole thing. I just kept very quiet. Interesting, because I I didn't know you get many male witches. I would assume he would be more of a warlock. I think he identifies as a witch. Okay. Is what he said in his email. Right. Okay. So let's look at some Amazon reviews. So this is for a Pony Up Daddy Saddle in Princess Pink. I looked into this. It is what it says. It's a saddle for dads. Dad saddle. Dad saddle. So you buy it, you put it on the dad, and then the child rides around on the dad like a horse. Now, this review, three stars. I threw this saddle on my 85-year-old father, and after about a week of getting him used to my hands near his head, neck, and ears, and feeding him a few apples, I put on a bridle and decided to ride him. He just collapsed on the floor, screaming, My back. Perhaps I did something wrong. This week, I will try and ride my two-year-old and provide an update. <laughs> Goodness me. That's a lot to digest. I think the end bit is just slightly concerning. A lot of that is concerning, um, and we can't really go down that path. 
But uh, well, can, we could definitely go down the path of him riding an eighty-five-year-old man. <laughs> it's just a funny image because obviously I, I imagine everyone is just picturing their particular dad and 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 them riding their dad. Yeah, picturing a saddled dad. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my my dad wouldn't enjoy that. No. If this got popular, could we have a like a dad stable just full of dads all saddled up, ready for a ride? Fantastic idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Come on in. Which dad do you want? Old fat dad. Yeah. <laughs> Tall thin dad. <laughs> Uh, Friendly dad. Take him out into the paddock. Yeah. Come on, dad. Come on. <laughs> and you go, oh, careful. Careful. He's, this is angry, dad. Feed him a sugar cube. What <laughs> <laughs> would it be? Dad. Uh, oh, they're easy. Easy, girl. Cart him yourself down. Yeah. What would they be fed? Hey. You, well, maybe just, um, oh, my, my dad likes uh, extra strong mints. Maybe I'd feed him extra strong oh, that's mints. Great it's idea. parallel with horses. They yeah. like mints. Just that, eat. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm ready for a day's work. Dad. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. I'm getting a Nick Knowles news alert. Nick Knowles has been spotted at Westfield Shopping Centre. He was seen to be selling oversized pretzels and budget olives to a fat family of five. Back to the show. I don't know what he's doing there. Okay. Well, let's stay updated. We'd... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll try and keep everyone updated on that. Back to Amazon reviews. This is for a NutriChef electric cheese melter. My wife thought this would be a good way to spice up our marriage. Turns out, too spicy. She bought pepper jack and turned the temp way up. She then took a gob of hot cheese and put it on my nipple, trying to be funny. Turns out, I now have third-degree burns and a permanently hairless spot on my chest. I don't know if my nipple will survive. I called the manufacturer, asking for a refund, and they said no. Guess I'm out of luck. That it's gob of cheese. A, a gob of cheese on, on his nipple? Yeah. She, she's, she hasn't spat out her own mouth, I don't Well, think. that's what I'm trying to work out, because if it's that hot... Unless you, I mean, you know, some people do have like a asbestos-lined mouths where they're just, they've been drinking hot tea, really hot tea for so long that they can manage that kind of temperature. Other people can't. <clears throat> I uh, know people like that. Yeah, well. People in catering have asbestos hands, don't they? Mm, cheese, isn't, cheese isn't something I consider to be any kind of form of, you know, uh, sexy. Baby Bell, it's got a shine. Mm, yeah, yeah. Maybe, of, you know, in that yeah. tight red latex suit that it wears. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, there is something about un unsheathing the wax casing of a uh, baby bell. Yeah. That's quite sexy, actually, just to say it like that. You could do potentially a sort of an audio book about sexy cheeses in your nasal tones. I'd be happy to do that. I unsheathed a baby bell, mate. <coughs> Took off its wax coating. This is good. This is for a set of thermal trousers. Two stars. I bought these for my husband, and he liked them, except the ankles are so tight. My husband is a small vegan man and has tiny ankles. Yeah, he struggles to get his foot and ankles through the feet holes. <coughs> small vegan man. Yeah. Not particularly complimentary no. way to describe your um, spouse. Small vegan man. Um, <laughs> so there's something in that. I think the small vegan man sounds like a kid's TV show character. It does. <laughs> the small vegan man approached what? the door of the castle. <laughs> Knocked on the door. His hand almost fell off due to the weakness of his bones. <laughs> it could be told by his wife, potentially. Okay, it's come to that point in the show where it's time to live a little dangerously. To take a risk. To live close to the edge. It's time for us to have a tombola. I have our tombola drum here in the studio. Inside are a large selection of numbered tickets, so... Adam, just can you take a ticket, please, from the ticket bag? Just I rummage around in there. I you've actually brought a tombola in. Put your hand in the, um, the ticket hat. Okay. And just pull out a ticket. 
right, I've got okay. one. What have you got? What number? 31. 31. Right, okay. So, <clears throat> it's time for me to spin the tombola. I'm going to give it one more spin. Yeah. Let's spin the tombola. The iPad didn't work. <laughs> it's time for me to spin the tombola. Okay, I'm going to rummage in to the tombola. Here we go. And the winning ticket is... Come on, come on. Number 31. Yes. You've won a behind-the-scenes tour of Café Rouge Coventry, followed by a large pasta lunch with Martin Clunes. Clunes. Up to the value of £20. Fantastic. So there you go. I've How do you feel about uh, that? Um, everything up to Clunes was disappointing. Um, that's happening today you've got to go to Coventry to Café Rouge that's fantastic I want to reenact him in his heyday I will be I will be um, the other one whatever his name was Neil Um, something Papa Builder yeah and we we can do Men Behaving Badly do you not like the current clunes doing all the ITV dramas no 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 no. coastal clunes because he's always doing something on the coast no I I want 80s 90s clunes you want 90s clunes I get that two pint sized Stella tins before ITV got to him changed him yeah and I I then want to crush them uh, belch chuck the tin behind my head yeah. and leave. Okay. Um, thank you to the Tombola. Thanks, Tombola. Let's move on and take a look at some of the latest and most important news from around the world. Woman reveals her boyfriend is a plane she met at an airport five years ago. Michelle Kobke from Berlin, Germany, calls her partner, a 737-800 Boeing, chats and says she was first attracted to his wings, winglets and thrusters. The 29-year-old claims to sleep with her darling every night either with real components or a 1.6-metre model. (laughs) She said, The last time I was in a relationship with a man was in 2011, but there was no love there. Chats is so nice and I love his aerodynamics and appearance, especially his wings and his support surface. (laughs) My family has reacted quite pleasantly and accepted my relationship with the 737-800. Is that that his name? His name is Chats. I don't understand how she can actually have a relationship with it. It must be extremely expensive. Do they do they share a bed? It says she sleeps <laughs> she sleeps with real components or a one point six meter long model. Is it, it is this is this a hundred percent? Well, I mean I can't vouch for her personally, but it's Mental it's in, stable. It's from the mirror, so I'm assuming it must be true. Yeah, okay, good to know. It made me think, what machinery would we date? I thought if I had to date one piece of machinery, automated bollard. Strong, supportive, but at the same time, very dynamic. Up and down movement. Yeah, exactly. Any preference for a machine you'd date? Big fan of JCB. You'd date a JCB? A tractor. Yeah, what attracts you to the tractor? A tractor or a combine harvester, I don't know which one it would be. No, it would be a tractor. I'd do a menage a trois. It would be a combine and a tractor. So you'd have a threesome with uh, two tractors, basically? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Interesting. Um, female tractors, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, it, that that's what I'd choose. Any, anything. You'd a really big bed. Yeah, you would. I could um, make you a huge mattress. Yeah. It could support you and an actual combine and a tractor, and you can just roll around. Fantastic. It sounds like a... Do it in a barn somewhere outside yeah. of London. Let's move on to this. Um, Florida woman arrested after allegedly throwing frozen pork chop at her boyfriend. Jennifer Brassard, 48, and the boyfriend got into the spat around 9.45. The fight escalated before Brassard allegedly threw the meat at her man. The pork chop hit the man in the face and left half an inch cut on his eyebrow, investigators said. Other circumstances surrounding the fight were unclear. It's a meat massacre. Got me thinking. Mm. What would I throw if I had to throw meat? Maybe a block of frozen mints. Mm. 
Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, that would do some damage. You felt frozen mints, you know, it comes in that sort of I that block. It's uh, those strands of almost meat hair. Yeah. I'd probably use a string of sausages. Frozen? Or just as a kind of garrote? No, frozen. Yeah, definitely frozen, but all, all already lined up so I could swing it around my head and then take them out. Like a knight on a horse. Precisely. Mate, yeah. Meat wars. Meat wars. Oh my God, great idea. That's one idea. Sure. There we go. Yeah. Me and you just attack each other. With meat. I'm imagining me sort of garroting you with sausages, and as I pull it tight on your neck, some of them sort of explode. Pops out, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you release, and then you turn around, grab, I don't know, a pack of mints and yeah. smack me around the face with it. We could use the Robot Wars arena. I don't think they're using it anymore. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So with all the big glass panelling, so you're protected oh. from me. Um, are you familiar with the male model, David Gandhi? He's very good looking. Striking. Striking in his blue suit, and he's often in his pants or M&S, or on a little boat on that advert for selling perfume. Yeah. He's not literally selling perfume from the boat. He's in an advert. <laughs> Turns out he's a fountain of knowledge on a variety of subjects, and he's very kindly recorded some handy tips for us. I call this part of the show Handy Gandhi. Let's have a listen to the first Handy Gandhi tip. Hey up, it's male model David Gandhi here with a Handy Gandhi tip. If you're looking to smarten up your old pennies, then just pop them into a mug of vinegar and leave them to soak overnight. When morning comes, you'll wake up to a cup full of shiny coins. You'll be the talk of the town, and everyone will want a glimpse of your shiny thruppence. I haven't heard the phrase <laughs> thruppence in a while. It's a good tip, though. That is a very good tip, yeah. Um, it's good to know you can cleanse your pennies uh, in such a way. Yeah. yeah. I just never thought he'd know all these little tips. You know, tips and tricks. He seems to be a font of knowledge. He is. There's one more. Should we listen to it? Please. Hey up, it's male model David Gandhi here again with another handy Gandhi tip. Did you know that old pillowcases make great dusters? Wrap one round a long-handled broom to reach pesky spider webs. You won't be making no friend with them spiders, but your cornies will sparkle like mad. Join me again next time for another handy Gandhi tip. Bye for now. <laughs> Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> Getting the spider webs down with a big broom. I like that he voices the problems of the day-to-day that we, we know about but never talk about. Yeah, that's true. By far one of the best segments to date. Does he sound a bit like that witch? There was a similarity, yeah. Weird. So we are coming to the end of this week's episode. Thank you for listening, and thank you as always to Adam Furman. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye as uh, Ken Barlow's ghost. Oh. <laughs> Goodbye. (laughs) Do join us again next time for a load more nonsense. Goodbye.